everybody. Your old pal, Jamesy Poo, Danger Pants. Back at it once again, episode number 152. Thank you all for joining me. We're back together again. It feels right, doesn't it? Doesn't it feel like we were just made for one another? Let me start off by telling you about something weird that happened to me last night. A little scary, if you will. Oh my god, James. You're still having wet dreams? No. If either one of us is going to be having wet dreams, it's going to be you. All right? I see the way you stare at that Tom Selleck poster hanging up on the wall and you get excited. By the way, why is it even up there still? I told you many times to get rid of it. Many times. And there it is. Hanging right up there and all its Tom Selleck half-naked dousing himself in water glory. James, you're perfectly capable of taking down the poster yourself. But there it is. Still hanging up there. I think you secretly like it, James. That's what I think, James. I think you secretly like it. No, I don't secretly like it. Now, I, I do agree he does grow a fine mustache, but it doesn't mean I want to look at him up on the wall dousing himself with a water hose. I think that's exactly what he means, James. Who are you trying to fool? Oh, Christ. All right, just, just take the poster down, will you? <laughs> we'll see who takes it down first, James. Okay, I'm just telling you to take it down. Just do as I say. All right, and we'll be done with all this. Okay. No, I did have a dream. It wasn't the wet variety. It was more in the nightmare category. All right. Now, this is, this is true. This happened last night. I'm sort of embarrassed to tell you <laughs> what it was about, but it is true. And you all know I don't lie on this show. Well, sometimes maybe I embellish, maybe even stretch the truth, but I never lie to you. <laughs> I had a dream last night that the zombie apocalypse happened. Oh my God, James, it's so lame. I know. It is kind of lame. People talk about this. At this point, it's kind of comical. Like, okay, more zombie apocalypse talk, huh? But I'm serious. The dream was that I was asleep and I was awoken by some crazy happenings outside, right? And I, and I look outside and it's a bunch of crazy fucking, well, I'm going to say it, zombie people <laughs> walking in the streets. And one of them was banging on the door and uh, I got scared. Yes, we do have one of those metal, I call it the cage door, that keeps you from getting to the front door of the house. But the windows on the side are perfectly capable of being broken into. And if a zombie character really wanted to, they could get in. And that's exactly what happened. I ran through the house to see my kids, see if they were safe. And uh, the back sliding door is made of all glass. And they started getting in through there. Now... I woke up, luckily, <laughs> and realizing it was a dream, but it fucking scared me. Re I, this is what I realized. I'm not prepared for a zombie apocalypse attack or any other thing for that matter. Earthquake, uh, it, you know, it's possible some kind of fucking tsunami that wipes us out. Yeah, it's a long shot. Could happen, though. Let's say a meteor hit the ocean in the Pacific. Okay, it's a big meteor. <laughs> And it makes a big tsunami that comes... We're 20 miles from the ocean. Let's just say it's a, it's a big enough hit where it just totally wipes all of us out. You know, uh, maybe not wipe us out, but because in that scenario, it doesn't really matter. But let's say it wipes out like 15 miles, but the water is still flowing over to where I am. Okay? People are going to be going crazy. If something like this happens, I'm not prepared. Okay, I don't have water reserved. I don't have canned food stocked up. I don't have bullets on hand. Nothing. So I'd be one of those idiots. Oh, I wasn't prepared. <laughs> rape my wife and my kids and take all my stuff. I'd probably rape you too, James. Well, I probably would look pretty good after skipping a few meals after the zombie apocalypse breaks out. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, I'd be raped as well. Look at me. I can't even protect my own kids and my wife from being raped. And yourself, James. Yes, and myself. Stop reminding me. So, do I gotta be one of these doomsday prepper type people? I think I gotta just not really go that extreme, but I gotta have a plan, right? I think I gotta have, I gotta put aside, I don't wanna be too crazy. Just uh, enough for like a week of eating, maybe. I won't feel that fucking, <laughs> I won't feel like a weirdo that much if I have just like a plastic tub full of like a week of food. 
Because, you know, if I got months, then I'll feel weird about myself. <laughs> Maybe uh, a five-gallon, two five-gallon things of water. How long does that shit even last? How long can you store water before it goes bad? I don't know. Maybe I should research this, but I probably won't. <laughs> I got to get at least, I'd say at least 200 rounds of, of uh, ammunition. That's right. And then I told my wife the same thing. I told her the dream. I was like, you know what? I noticed... If, let's just say, you know, it's a long shot, I know, let's say there is some crazy virus that spreads, like like wildfire, right? And people start going crazy and fucking uh, losing their minds. And they do come after us. I'm like, what are we going to do? We don't have any two by fours to barricade the windows. There's no way. And she's like, we'll just go in the garage and barricade ourselves in there. I was like, damn, that's a good idea. Pretty sealed. There's only one window to worry about. Garage door. No one's going to get through that. And then we just got to uh, barricade the door going from the garage into the house. Pretty good. Pretty good plan. The The garage does have a water supply going to the washing machine. Yeah. Unless they mess with our water supply. But I don't think zombies will be that crafty to go into the street and turn off the water. <laughs> Hopefully it'll, it'll still be... Uh, Sterile. I don't know. But uh, plenty of weapons in there. Lots of... <laughs> I've got uh, gardening equipment. I've got hose and uh, rakes, <laughs> shovels, baseball bats. i got all kinds of stuff in there. I can kill a, a bunch of zombies with that stuff. Hopefully, we'll be there long enough for my kid, who's five years old, to grow up to be uh, handy with a good, with a good hoe. <laughs> so yeah, that's what i got to do. Speaking of which, I mentioned this on Peterson's podcast a while back when I made my last appearance. Uh, Ned Files, by the way. I told him I ran into a guy who was a conspiracy guy. And he said that uh, the thing you got to stock up on is two things. You got to stock up on stock up on beans and bullets. Think about it. You get a whole shitload of beans. You can feed you and your family for a while. Now it's gonna get uh, it's gonna get old eating beans, but hey, nevertheless, you're gonna have food to eat. Second thing, bullets. Gotta have bullets. Shit goes down. People are gonna be coming after you, trying to take what's yours. What you gotta do? Shoot them. <laughs> Two things: beans and bullets. I don't know. Sounds pretty fucking smart to me. <laughs> I'm going to revise my whole plan here. I'm going to go immediately to some kind of store and buy two big whiskey barrels. One of them full of beans. One of them full of bullets. We'll see which ones I go through first. I'll probably at that point just start shooting everything. Whoever comes by, just... Oh, I'm just trying to help you. Yeah, I don't care. Get away from me. I've got my, my uh, washing machine water and my beans and all my bullets. You stay away. I don't know. Sounds like a pretty good plan to me. Unless I can do my plan A, which is somehow obtaining a Disney cruise line and going out into the ocean and just surviving that way. But that seems like a long shot. I'll stick with uh, barricading the garage, beans, and bullets. Yeah. This shit actually kept me up last night after I woke up. I was just thinking like, well, I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared. My family is not safe. What a lame. All right. Speaking of uh, somewhat apocalyptic scenarios, the homeless. <laughs> oh, my God, James. That's cruel. It's not cruel. We can't deny that there's homeless out there. It's true. I'm not saying anything bad about them, except that I don't fucking trust them. James, you don't trust anybody. I don't even, yeah, that's right. I don't trust you. Oh, my God, James. I'm the only person you can trust. No. No, that's not true at all. But, James, I'm the closest to you. I'm closer then you know. No, <laughs> I don't want you close to me at all. James, what are you implying? Nothing. I just don't want you close to me. I'm not talking physically, James. I'm talking mentally. I don't know what you're implying, but no. And even if you were close to me mentally, then I really don't trust you because I can't trust myself. Maybe I can trust Peterson. He seems like somewhat of a trustworthy fellow. But then again, I just don't know about him. He's, he's too quiet at times. I think he might have bodies underneath his uh, studio floorboards. <sighs> Peterson. 
I thought I knew you, son of a bitch. You see, I question everybody. Not even Peterson is safe in my head. Anyway, the homeless. I think they're all faking it. You've heard my stories about this in past, past, in past episodes. But uh, I heard this radio show not too long ago discussing uh, the whole homeless conspiracy. Someone saw a van, okay, a big, someone like a rapist van, driving uh, and goes to the side of the road. They were behind this van. The van door opens up. Someone jumps out, gets on the floor, gets, gets a handful of dirt, rubs it all over their face. Then the person in the van hands them a cardboard sign and they drive away. And they're like, what the fuck? Person's there on the, on the corner. This guy decides to follow the van. The guy drives, I don't know how many miles away to the, some other town, drops off another person who gets out, grabs dirt, wipes it all over their face. They, get, they hand them a cardboard sign. There they sit. A ring of homeless. <laughs> it's fucking gross, dude. I kind of, I, I think I kind of witnessed something like this myself. I saw a guy on the corner when I was going uh, towards the freeway. I've never seen this guy before, but he's holding a sign. You know, anything could help. God bless. You know, that whole thing. This dude, he's a black dude. He's in his uh, maybe early to mid-40s. His clothes are pretty damn clean. But I'm thinking, all right, let me not jump to conclusions. Maybe he just lost everything. Okay, and, he, and, he's, just, and he's freshly homeless. All right, that, that's possible. The thing that really threw me off, though, was he had a knee brace on. He had a walker, okay, like an old man walker. And he had a gardening hat on to protect him from the sun, which he's a black guy. I don't know why he needs protection from the sun. It's not going to do much damage. <laughs> but it's true. And he has, you know, the whole thing. Anyways, all this stuff he had was brand new. And I'm like, all right, it looks like this dude just went out. And I'm going to buy myself this garden hat. I'm going to buy myself this knee brace. You know, it's a good touch. This walker would be a good touch. People really take pity on me. Yeah, that's probably how he sounded. And uh, he went out there and stand in the corner to collect his money. I didn't fucking buy it. Okay, at least take the time to maybe put a little hole in your hat, dirtied up a bit. You know what I mean? Come on, dirty up your knee brace, throw your walker on the floor a few times, get some scuff marks on it. The fucking tennis balls, <laughs> brand new and bright, shiny green. <laughs> you know, part of me, every time I see a homeless person, is like, I should give something. You know, at least a dollar, whatever, just to give back. But then I started thinking about it. Like, nah. <laughs> it's like Lito's Halloween candy thing. At least show me that you're making an effort, you know? Just look like you're dirty, at least. Then it's like, all right, here's some money just for putting the time and effort into it. You're just going to show up somewhere in your brand new clothes like, hey, I got a sign. Give me some money. Ah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> At least roll around in the dirt. All right. Um, speaking of charity. Speaking of charity. Oh, boy. This gets ugly, boys and girls. Uh, actual charities. Have you found out about these? For one, do you ever hear about the Wounded Warrior Project anymore? Because I sure don't. I think it turns out Sad to say, the Wounded Warrior Project was a giant scam. It's a goddamn shame to say it. Let me read you something I saw on the internet. And yes, the internet is, cannot be trusted as well. But in the vast research I did by looking up one website, I'm going to say that this is probably accurate. James, what about your disclaimer? Okay, fine. The Danger Hour is all about hearsay, rumors, and opinions. There are no facts <laughs> or any... Any uh, researched uh, blah, blah, blah. So take it for what it is. The Wounded Warrior Project is bled dry by a top-heavy, greedy executive structure, and the remaining funds are dispersed to multi-tier distribution organizations with similar management structures. By the time the money actually goes to direct benefits for veterans, there's probably less than 10% that reaches them. 
That's right. This is for a it's a charity for veterans, uh, uh well, wounded warrior, wounded warriors, people that were hurt in combat, and this goes to help them out. Apparently not. Apparently less than 10% helps them. On a similar note, the NFL, you've all seen in October all that pink shit they got flying around. Everyone's wearing pink. Oh, James, what's wrong with that? I know you like pink. James, what are you implying? Nothing that you like pink. But yeah, everyone's wearing pink shoes, pink uh, armbands, pink towels they, the, uh, the players have on their, on their you know, waistline, whatever you do. All of it's pink. Pink gloves, the whole deal. It turns out <laughs> it is a fraud. It is a sham. That's right. The NFL breast cancer. That's what it's for. Did I mention that? Oh, we need to be aware of breast cancer. So let's all wear pink, everybody. It boils down to this. If you were to buy $100 of pink gear to support breast cancer, $37 would go right back to the manufacturer of those products. Then the NFL would automatically take another $1.25 for itself. And then $50 would go to the retailer, which could also be the NFL if you bought from their online store, leaving $11.25% for the American Cancer S, I don't know, study. So uh, yeah, out of, out of $100, same thing, about 10% goes to the actual charity. But who knows if... Who knows out of that 10% how much it's actually going for cancer research. I read something like, you know, the, the CEO of the of the charity is like a millionaire or billionaire. What the fuck it is? Dude, ah, it's all the same. No matter what. James, please don't get in your soapbox and start ranting and raving again. I'm not. If you heard the last show, I, w- I won't go as far as that. But come on. It's all the same. It's all corrupt and crooked. That's all I will say. You can't even give the charities anymore. It's all fucking rigged. All right. Speaking of uh, <laughs> speaking of those animals, let's go to actual animals with a story about bears. <laughs> that was a kind of a rough segue, James. I know. Try to make it work. But uh, I love this story. Apparently, this is true. Hope it is. Uh, this, these uh, hunters in Russia, a, hunt, a group of friends, were out hunting bears in the woods. And this one hunter found a bear and he shot him. The only problem is he shot him right in the ass. <laughs> the bear got away. <laughs> so uh, they were out hunting still. But at the end of the day, when they got back to their vehicles... It turns out the guy, the hunter who shot the bear in the ass, his car was attacked by a bear. The same bear. I think they're guessing. I don't really know how they assumed it was the same bear. Maybe they found blood. I don't know. This bear destroyed this dude's car. Okay, I can put up the video. Where, James? At uh, facebook.com slash the danger hour. That's right. Where else might someone reach something having to do with multimedia, James? <laughs> at uh, Instagrams, at The Danger Hour, and Twitter, at The Danger Hour. Oh, boy. It's all there, and it's all for the price of free. But, James, can maybe they email you or something? Oh, that's right. They can. The Danger Hour at Yahoo.com. It doesn't get any simpler than that. Everybody. Okay, so uh, you can find that video, one of those things. Okay, Uh, yeah, so the bear blew out the dude's windshield, tore up the guy's seats, tore them out of the car, ripped off bumpers, fucked up the tires. It's all completely destroyed. And you see in the mud all kinds of bear tracks. It's fucking beautiful, dude. It's awesome. It's awesome. You want to go shoot something, you make sure it's fucking dead. All right, or else it's open season on everything. I don't feel sorry for you guys that get mauled or killed because you've, <laughs> you failed to kill your prey. All right? That's on you. How is it fair that you're up high, you know, and not being seen, and you get to shoot them from far away? 
You want to play that game? <laughs> you have the right to be killed yourself. And, and, you know, you can't bitch about it. And I don't think the bear should be hunted down either afterwards and put down. You're going to his habitat. You're fucking with him. Then you deserve to get your ass. Whatever the consequences are to you. That's like someone going to your place and putting a, a sandwich on the floor. You'd be like, oh, wow, look at this sandwich. I can't believe someone made a perfect sandwich and left it all alone. I'm going to eat it. I went to pick it up. Someone shoots you. <laughs> and let's say they missed. You're like, hey, fuck you. You're going to shoot me because I try to eat this perfectly good looking sandwich that was left here by itself. I'm going to get you, buddy. So you kill that dude. And someone goes, uh-uh, uh-uh, no, no, no. You can't kill him. He tried to kill you. You're going to be <laughs> you're gonna be put down. That makes no sense. Fuck it. Death to everyone. I don't even care anymore. Okay, one more uh, animal story. So it, my stupid goddamn plumbing gets backed up once again. This has been a nightmare for me. Apparently uh, a tree nearby, the roots have, are growing into the pipes. And we did that whole uh, root killer thing. And it helped for a while. But the, the roots grow in there again. And then it winds up clogging up the fucking drain. Got to call a plumber out. And then, you know, one time it turns out after this dude uh, cleared out the drain with his big uh, snake, he shoves it in there, clears the line. When he pulls it back out, one of the kids threw like a wipey in the toilet. And that's what did it. Fucking wipey got caught on one of the roots and just backed everything up. This is not cheap, everybody. Uh, this used to be like, uh, it was like 80 something, 85 bucks. But if it's a weekend, it's 125 or 120 or something. Uh, and, and, you know, I, you might be thinking, why don't you just buy one of those snakes and do it yourself? Because it can cost like thousands of dollars to get a good one that's going to go the distance that I need. It's a pain in the fucking ass, all right? I feel like this guy's my friend now, this, this plumber. I've seen him three times already. Hey, what's going on, man? <laughs> hey, you want a Coke? Here you go. Yeah, all right. Oh, this time it was 80 feet. Ugh. Because last time he came out, he pulls out this shit from the drain. After the snake comes all the way back out, he pulls out this thing that's wrapped on the, the end of the snake. And I go, what is that? that there's a sewer rat. And I go, no way. And he holds it, he takes it off the end of the snake and he holds it up near his face, dude. This guy has like no problem touching anything. All right. And he's a plumber, and he, but he's just got no shame in any of it. He's barehanded, he's touching shit, white piece. He doesn't care. He's showing it to me. So this time he grabs this fucking, what he says is a dead sewer rat by the tail and he's holding it in front of his face, like waving it at me, smiling. And I'm looking closer at it. I go, that's a sewer rat? He goes, yeah. <laughs> it's a tampon. I go, ah. Fuck. <laughs> Plumber humor. That's right. Tampons have that string. So he's holding it by the string dangling in front of me. He goes, that's what we call them. We call them sewer rats. So we can't even, you know, I tell my wife after that, you know, you can't be flushing anything down this fucking toilet. Uh, if there's anything, you know, is it worth the story telling you that he pulled a sewer rat out of the toilet? Or the drain, and it winds up being a tampon. That's funny. I'll give you that. Is it worth 120 bucks? No. No. But it was sort of worth it. Just. <laughs> it was sort of worth it, I'll be honest with you. You know, you gotta find the humor in all things in life, right? If you can't do that, we're fucked. By the way, did I mention that my kids got attacked by the zombies in my dream? They did. They got attacked by zombies. <laughs> is that part of the humor in the story? It could be, if you think about it. It is funny if your kids get attacked by zombies. Somewhat. On some level, it's, it is kind of funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, speaking of animals, let's go. Let's move on to the worst kind of animal. Okay, I'm talking the worst animal you can think of. Oh my God, James. I think I know what it is. Do you? I've got a pretty good guess, James. Okay, what is your guess? 
Is it women, James? You are right on the money. It's women. Oh, my God, James. That's why I don't deal with them at all. That's why I never deal with women. I know you don't deal with women. You don't got to tell me about it. James, what are you implying? No, I'm just saying that I know, you know, they're not worth the trouble. That's right, James. And so you just stick with uh, with dudes, right? I mean, yeah, we like to, you know, get together and like do fun stuff together and stuff. So, um, yeah, I, I just, uh, I, I like to stick with dudes instead. So, yeah, I know. I know. I read you loud and clear. James, what are you implying? Nothing. Move on. Women, the worst animal of all of them. They're vicious, devilish creatures. And uh, right here, I have a little story. First of all, let me play you the audio associated with this story, and then we will talk about it. Okay? And away we go! How you guys doing? Nina, what's going on here? Tell me what's going on. Who's this guy? That's not your husband, right? No. You don't look like a husband to me. I don't blame you. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I'm James. I'm the, I was the best man. This is Nina. This is my best friend's wife. So are you the bartender? Not only, but yes. Okay. That's excellent. Well, you guys have a good night. Thank you. Good night. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! Yeah. That's a real video found on the YouTubes of this dude that saw uh, his, well, obviously his best friend's wife getting very close and personal with another dude at a bar. And uh, he straight up approached them with his uh, camera in hand, <coughs> with his phone camera in hand, and he filmed the whole confrontation. And when he says, he tells the dude, uh, yeah, it's a good idea, it's a good idea. The other guy pulled out his phone and put the, you know, that, that spotlight and held it in front of his face so you can't see his face. <laughs> now, here's the whole reason I bring this up. It's the question of if you if you see your buddy, if you see your buddy's let's say uh, let's say you're a guy in this case. I think mostly guys are listeners for this show. Let's say you see your your best friend's wife, uh, obviously cheating on him with another dude. What do you do about it? Do you say anything? Because you know a lot of people go, oh, it's my it's not my business. I don't want to I don't want to say anything. Or then there's the other one go, that goes. I don't want to get in the middle of it. That's their business, you know? There's one person that just looks the other way. Other person says, yeah, I notice it, but I'm planning not to do anything about it because it's not my place, you know? Then there's the other people that confront the girl and be like, you know, if you don't tell him, then I will, right? There's that thing. Or there's the other person that goes, hey, this better stop or, you know, I'm going to tell him. You know, you go behind your buddy's back. All of those are bullshit. The only thing you can do if you're a good friend, and I don't give a fuck what you got to say about it, because it's irrelevant, all you got to do if you're a friend is you fucking do what this guy did. This is the perfect thing. You film it, there's proof, you confront her so she knows, you know, because if you just tell your friend, hey dude, I saw your wife, you know, he could be like, oh, you know, his head could start playing games with him or she can try to talk him out of it. Oh, no, I was just with some other, we, he's my friend from work and we were talking about stuff. No, no, no. Then he could be like, oh, well, you know, she said that they weren't doing anything. Like, maybe you're confused. There's no confusion after that. Even if you're a fucking best friend and you say, dick, I know they were doing something. There's still that shred of doubt that can plant that seed inside of his head. And then, you know, if she's a smooth talker, he can kind of like be like, oh, well, you know. But if you've got video, and then, of course, he approached the woman, and she pretty much, oh, yeah, you know what this is. You know what's going on. You know? It's right there, out in the, right out in the open. She knows. Your buddy knows. Everyone knows what's going on. There's no denying it. Perfect fucking execution. That's what you got to do. If you're with, if you don't even pull that shit. If you don't tell him, I will. No, no, no. Fuck that. This is your friend. Okay, you stick up for your friend and you tell him the truth. Wouldn't you want to know the truth? Jesus, I would want to know. Show me <laughs> the evidence. I've, I've actually 
I know people that have done this, have the opposite, where they don't say something. It's like, how the fuck? And, you know, they're not in my circle. It's like a friend of a friend. Like, oh, yeah, man, I saw this, I saw this guy's girl cheating on him, you know? And I'm like, what'd you do? Oh, man, I'm not going to do nothing, you know? I don't want to get involved. Like, fuck. No way. I, I don't see if you're, if you're the friend of this guy, how you don't say something. Uh, I, I just don't understand how you would think that way. Brother, friend, whatever, cousin, you got to blow the whistle on it, right? Am I fucking crazy? Isn't that the only way to go about it? And this guy did it perfectly, I think. He went up there, not, you know, not fucking mean. He's like, hey, what's going on? Who's this guy? Doesn't look like your husband. <laughs> you know, he didn't go up there all, hey, what the fuck is this? What the fuck, man? He didn't go up all like that. He didn't, he didn't come up all aggressive. He didn't try to punk the guy. Nothing. I think that's perfectly executed. There you go. Ah, oh, beautiful. What would you do about it? Would you do the same thing or would you bitch out? Oh, I don't want to get involved. I don't want to say anything. <laughs> I'm just going to bitch out. I'm going to cower. You know what? I think a lot of things, most people probably wouldn't say anything. I think a lot of, uh, I don't know, man, this day and age, I think people are just too into themselves. Like, oh, I don't want to get involved. I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll stick to my own little bubble. I'm not going to say anything. What happened to this country? Bunch of goddamn pussies. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Uh, speaking of crazy women, I've got an added topic. And the topic is crazy women. Oh, my God, James, I didn't see that coming. Well, you're not going to see something else coming pretty soon. What are you implying, James? <laughs> I'm excited. All right. So uh, I got a few stories about crazy broads. The first one is it happened in my life. I just, I get really excited if I make someone really mad while I'm driving. It makes me laugh. Now, this happened. I was, at, uh, I was going to get some, <laughs> some burritos from Tacos Mexico. And of all places. And uh, this happened a few weeks ago. We pulled in the parking lot. And if you know, if you're a listener of the show, I always back in. Every time. Everywhere I go, I'm backing in if I can. If it's one of those uh, angled parking, then you know, you're going you're gonna to angle in. Of course. So, <laughs> this woman's about to leave. And then I pull, I'm pulling in and I'm going to back up. She's reversing. And I turn my car to the left. So I can back in and she's already going to start fucking backing out right away. Not even paying attention, you know, not even waiting. And then I honk and she's like, no, oh, oh, shit. And she stops. And uh, so I'm backing in. And then she is like so fucking impatient that she's about to back up like again. And I'm like, wait a second. I honk at her again. I'm like, wait, like, you know, I'm not in all the way. Relax. And uh, she stops and waits again. And then I'm back in. She was just back get up and she's staring at me like, what the fuck is your problem, right? And I and I just uh <laughs> I put my hands up like, oh well, right? And she just goes, fuck you. <laughs> she sticks her finger at me. And this woman was like in her late 50s. <laughs> and I just start laughing and I point at her. I don't know why I got in what got into me. But the way she flipped out, you know. Because I, I did put my hands up and like, you know, I had like a like a like a smile on my face, like, oh well, what are you gonna do? But you know, this is her fault. She's not waiting, she's too fucking impatient. And uh I don't know. If you could just see the face that the look on her face when she flipped me off with her anger. <laughs> and then my kids are like, What does that mean? I go, nothing. It doesn't mean anything. On a related note. I wasn't going to bring this up because I forgot about it, but I went to a, a coffee place with the family the other... Uh, this is another week, fucking three weeks ago. Uh, this fancy pants place. I've always seen it. I never went in there before. It's called Drip. All right? It's in Chino Hills. Oh! Oh! Is this place fancy? All right? You walk in there. Now, I'm not one to use the fucking word hipster, but every employee in this place is a hipster. Each one's mustache is bigger and curlier than the last. And they're wearing suspenders and the tight pants and the whole fucking thing. And uh, yeah, their eyebrows are all plucked. These guys look very neat and clean. And uh, I order a coffee. I was like, all right, 
I've, I've been hearing a lot about this place. People rave about it. I was like, you know, fuck it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get a coffee. I order an iced coffee. Now, let me tell you this. Starbucks. I can get the biggest fucking coffee they have, an iced coffee. And it cost me $3.45. This is a Trenta size. Uh, I think it's like 30 something ounces, right? 32, 36. It's a huge fucking. It's huge. Maybe it's even more than that. I don't know. 44 ounces. Hold on. I'm going to pause it right now because I'm curious as to, to see how much it is. Hold on. With the miracle of time travel, I'm back. All right. So, not very impressive. Only 31 ounces. <laughs> so, uh, and that costs $3.45. These fucking assholes at Trip, they hand me a coffee. It's about mm, 12 ounces, maybe 16. And it's five something. All right. $5 and something. I'm like, what the hell? $5 for a cup of fucking iced coffee. And I'm bitching and moaning the whole time out. And uh, we get to the car and I'm just complaining to my wife. This fucking coffee costs $5. Five fucking dollars for a cup of iced coffee. Are you kidding me? If I go to Starbucks, I can get it. And she's like, what do you expect? This place is better than Starbucks. The other one, and Starbucks is like, you know, crap compared to this place. I'm like, all right, well, I'll be the judge of that. And I suck on this drink. My $5 iced drip coffee. It was fucking delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Those hipsters know how to make a good coffee, goddammit. Is it worth $5? No. I probably won't be going back anytime soon, but it was a good goddamn cup of coffee. Woo! And I got very, very, very minimum amount of soy. That's all. Just coffee. Very little amount of soy. Little amount of ice. Because uh, unlike most people that say... Oh, I love coffee. I am a coffee drinker. No. No, you're not. You don't love coffee. You love fucking sugar. That's all you like. The drinks you get and the coffee you get is packed of sugar. You're not tasting any coffee. If you hand a coffee... I'm a coffee lover. If you hand them a cup of black coffee, they will fucking hate it. 10 out of 10 of them will. Coffee lover, go fuck yourself. Oh my God, James, you're so much better than everybody. No, it's not my point. The point is people that are saying they're coffee lovers are not actually, they don't love coffee. You can't really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, I do sound like a fucking snob, don't I? <laughs> you can't appreciate the taste of coffee like I can. <laughs> Same thing with beer. Oh, man, I fucking love Coronas, eh? I fucking love Bud Light, eh? It's fucking good. No, no. You can't appreciate a good beer. <laughs> if you can have an IPA or a, or a rich, dark porter, all right? Or a coffee stout, for that matter, then you can't really appreciate the taste of a high-class quality beer. <laughs> Such is myself. But it's true. <laughs> as arrogant and self-fucking-centered as that sounds, it's true. You can't appreciate coffee or beer like me and all the other high-society connoisseurs. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know I sound like I'm full of myself. But in this matter, I got to tell you that it's true. Drink a good coffee that's black and then appreciate the taste. Then get back to me, you fucking tulips. <laughs> anyway, so I get back in the car. We're pulling out, and this dude just flies around the corner coming the opposite direction and almost slams into me. And then I hit my brakes real fast, and, you know, he goes around real quick and makes a little maneuver. He would have fucking hit me. And I go, God damn it, what a dickhead. <laughs> and then from the back seat, my daughter goes, Daddy, what the dickhead? <laughs> so first, you know, what's the flipping off birdie? What's that mean? And now, what's the dickhead mean? And I start laughing. I go, you can't say that. That's a bad word. But what's it mean? My wife looks at me. And she's like, it's just a bad word. Don't ask about it. How do you explain to a kid, a seven-year-old girl, what's a dickhead? What a dickhead means? I think the only thing I said, well, it's someone that's an idiot. You know, I was mad he wasn't driving right. <laughs> that's what it is. Ow. Don't say it. Okay. 
Anyway, so uh, after the after the crazy woman that flipped me off, I know it's a big tangent with the coffee thing, but sort of tied in. There's another woman that was recently in the paper. A guy I worked with was reading the paper one morning at work, and he's like, get a load of this, man. This woman cut up her husband and put his head in a, in a, in a plant, in a pot, right? <laughs> and put his hands and arms into, another, into other pots, and she gave them as gifts to his family for Christmas. The guy went missing, and for some, and then you know, she decided to give uh, the the family member of his fucking big huge pots, and his head was in, I don't know how big the pot was. His head was in one of the pots, and uh, had a bunch of potting soil in it, and and a plant growing out of it. And she gave the other family members, you know, his his uh, hands and arms. Her reason for this was uh, those are the parts of the body that could, that could identify the body. So she got rid of the rest some other, some other way. But yeah, fucking great plan. The, the shit wound up stinking, you know, I think it said that in the paper. After a, a horrible stench was aroused, <laughs> someone like investigated like, what the fuck is, what does stink so bad in this, in this patio? And they start, you know, sniffing around. They sniff the pot and I guess, you know, take it apart, you know, and dig it up inside there, and they find their, uh, whoever the hell relative was, his head. And then she got busted. <laughs> File that under sick bitch. <laughs> All I'm going to say, women out there, if you want to get rid of your men, just do a better job. All right, maybe you can give them a, maybe, uh, let's see. Hmm. Give them a piece of the guy, maybe like an ear or something. I don't know, something I won't <laughs> verify that it's him, but you can also get it your sick twist on like, I give them a piece of their fucking relative. <laughs> yeah, don't give him a head. Stupid. All right, the other crazy bitch, uh, even crazier, this Italian nurse. Her name, Daniela Pogiali. She was a nurse in uh, some hospital in Italy. She was annoyed with certain of her patients. And so, you know what she'd do? This, You know what? I say, I hate to say it, but this sounds like my sister. Sounds like something she would do. Like, oh my God, he's so annoying. So if, if a patient annoyed her, she, she would inject potassium chloride or something. I think that's what it's called. And uh, if, you have it, if you have an overdose of potassium in your body, you die. So that's what they would do. And I guess, I don't know if it, was, if it wasn't coming up or maybe they just weren't, maybe the patients were uh, close to dying anyway. So it looks like they just had like some kind of heart attack or heart failure or something. And uh, she, dude, she would get away with it. Until, you know, she would kind of be creepy and take pictures of herself with dead bodies. And I think some of her coworkers would notice that. Like, what the fuck? And she would like, you know, post them on Instagram with captions. Like she was smiling. And uh, dude, she, so she would kill these people that annoyed her or if they had family members that would visit and that they would be annoying she would kill the patients she would, so she wouldn't have to deal with them or their family members anymore. <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of my fucking twi- twisted sister. Oh, twisted sister. We're not gonna take it. No, we're not gonna take it. <laughs> so at the end of it, it turns out this chick killed 38 people. Isn't that fucking wild? All because they were annoying. <laughs> the other thing she would do is she would give, uh, as soon as her shift was coming to an end, she would give the patients a hefty dose of uh, like that uh, X-lax. So the next nurse that was taking over would have to clean up all this shit. <laughs> Dude, on some level, this woman is awesome. On a, on a twisted fucking crazy level. I can, I can see how this is funny. But it is also twisted as fuck. Speaking of killings, let's get to a to a little segment that's sweeping the nation. A little segment called Suicide Soundtrack. Suicide Soundtrack. Suicide Soundtrack. Uh, that's my theme song. Till I make a better one. All right, so uh, I've got I've got quite a few entries people have given me. Good times. So every show I'm going to post a new entry, and uh, today 
I'm going to focus on, and by the way, I'm getting to each one based on when they submitted them. So it's going by order. I'm not just picking and choosing here. So next up that uh, submitted an entry is none other than the Boy Wonder sidekick himself. That's right. Lido. All right, Lido. Here is his song. And afterwards, I'll give you his scenario. Before I play the song, I want to say one thing. Uh, I do like it, first and foremost. But uh, what I want to tell you is I believe this song has one of the best intros of any other song. Okay? Now, uh, I think you would agree with me. And you'll see about right now. <laughs> Here we go.
Axel motherfucking Rose. All right, that was Guns N' Roses with Welcome to the Jungle. I'm sure you knew that. This is Lido's Suicide Soundtrack song. He would play this song. Let me read you his entry here. He says, now keep in mind, that song we'll be playing the whole time, right? Lido says, hey, asshole. Aw, that's not nice, Lido. <laughs> hey, asshole. My ideal situation includes a DeLorean, a ramp, and the fucking Grand Canyon. So far, so good. I would be sporting a full-on Marty McFly cosplay <laughs> ensemble, road raging on the freeway with a fuckload of cops behind me. All right, he's going Thumb and Louise style. I like it. I would then gun it to 88 miles per hour. Beautiful. Straight towards a ramp overlooking the Grand Canyon with Guns N' Roses Welcome to the Jungle fueling my rage into the sweet aerial death. Very descriptive. With me being afraid of heights, I thought what better way to overcome it by dealing with it one final time. Yeah! Think about it. Leto dressed as Marty McFly. All right, I'm, I'm picturing that rainbow fancy pants hat, <laughs> that red and gray jacket, his uh, his Nikes with the... Wait, does he have the Nike pumps on that one? I don't remember. In the DeLorean. Just that image alone makes me happy. And then <laughs> and then knowing that Lido's going to... I would just love to see that on the news, right? Uh, continuing coverage of this lunatic on a high-speed pursuit. <laughs> Here comes the fucking close-up shots, Lido. No! <laughs> Your Guns N' Roses playing, and you just see him driving, and he's driving towards the Grand Canyon. I don't know why someone just happened to strategically place a ramp there. <laughs> Seems like a bad idea. And he just goes right off the edge, just like Thumb and Louise. But uh, hopefully the, the camera would just watch him go all the way down and just uh, a ball of fucking flames at the bottom of the, of the uh, Grand Canyon. I do like that, Lito. I like any, any uh, idea of, of, you, of you being killed. <laughs> at your own hands or by Sandra's uh, lethal poison tacos. Any one of those will be fine by me as long as the same ending result. All right, thanks, buddy. Thanks for the entry. If you'd like to submit your own entry, <laughs> let me tell you how to do it. You just email me, thedangerhour at yahoo.com. It's so simple. While you're at it, you can send me photos of your naked wife, girlfriend, mother, or your little sister. No, no, no. Forget that last one. Unless she's over 18. I'll look at all of them. <laughs> the Danger Hour at Yahoo.com. Send me your song and your scenario. And I will read them on the air and play your fancy pants song. All right. Now let's start closing out the show. It's about that time, everybody. With a little segment I like to call... I Fancy That! It's beautiful. Beautiful. It's wonderful. It's... I fancy that. Fancy, fancy. All right. Fancy times, everybody. Uh, last weekend, I took my family to Knott's Berry Farm in celebration of my little boy. My little, sweet little innocent boy. Oh, I fucking love that kid so much. He's uh, my youngest of two, and he just turned five years old. That's right. Precious little angel. Best little boy of all time, my opinion. I might be biased, though. <laughs> he is from my own loins. But uh, we went to Nosbury Farm. And, uh, yeah, you can say that I splurged. Oh, my God, James. You must have blown so much money. <laughs> On the contrary, it was all free. Here's what you do. All right. You, uh, I'm not going to tell you how I got free tickets. But I did, nonetheless. I got a free tickets for all of us. And I let him know that we're going that I bought, you know, oh, I, I'm taking us to Asbury Farm. He doesn't know any better. All right. So I happened to get free tickets and I said, hey, it's for your birthday, buddy. I'm a hero and I'm a devilishly smart hero because I didn't pay for it. I mean, you do spend money while you're at the park and all that shit. But uh, I feel like I just got away with something. That's all. <laughs> so uh, that's I guess I guess I fancy that, too. Yeah, fuck it. I fancy uh, a free gift. <laughs> <laughs> for someone else, you know, and you're the hero. But I also fancy, we went to Nutsbury Farm, we went early. Um, we wound up being really fucking uh, packed later on in the day. It was a Saturday. But I was able to get season passes at an incredible, incredible deal. 
too good. Fuck you, Disneyland, all right? With your $500 season pass, whatever it is. $500. Okay, I, I, I don't even know if that's accurate. I think that's what I've heard. Per person, by the way. Fucking crazy talk. I was able to score season passes for knots, 40 bucks each. Okay. Okay. You can't beat that. You can't. So we didn't go on a bunch of rides because there were so many people. But we got there early. We won a decent amount. We only stayed about five hours. But, dude, I'm getting old as fuck. I'm 31. And I start, I'm starting to feel like, ugh. All right, we've been here long enough. Let's go. <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll come back into the day and go on the other rides. So, uh, you know, whatever. But what I really want to take away from it is I fucking love the log ride. It's been about 10 years since I went to Nutsbury Farm. I've always liked the log ride, but I didn't. I never remembered how awesome it is until I went on. And, you know, you're with your little boy, and he's, and he's, he's kind of getting... I, I for, totally forgot that at one point during the ride... It gets totally blacked out and you can't see shit. Ah, it was beautiful. And you have a drop and the whole thing. What a great fucking ride that is. Loved it. Love it. And I really, really dig it. The other thing I fancy is the Western theme of Knott's Berry Farm. It's so fucking cool. I like Western movies. All right. And uh, just to go and you look around at these old-fashioned buildings and, and the old fucking miners that are walking around. Or not walking around, but, you know, the creepy old uh, animated <laughs> statues that are in there. And you see uh, you see the whores and you see the guys that are boozing it up. It's fucking great. I love that whole fucking thing. The whole thing. And you got cowboys walking around with the whole deal. Cowboy hats and the guns and the, and the you know, the bullets in their belts. It's so, it's so fucking, it's way, I love it way better than Disneyland. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. America's first theme park. <laughs> That's right. So, oh, 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 I'm not done. My biggest fancy has to be the funnel cake. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God, James. I thought you didn't like sweet stuff. I like you. Oh my god, James, you're so cute. Nah, I'm just kidding. I don't really like you. But I am sweet, right, James? Nah, sometimes. I'll take it, James. Yeah, you will take it. Oh my god, okay. Enough. Dude, I, I'm really a, a salty guy. I like the chips. You know, I like the, I like the salty snacks. But, uh, man, lately I've been developing... I don't know if it's because I'm getting old. I don't know what it is. I've been, I've been developing a sweet tooth. I fucking love a good funnel cake, it turns out. It's pretty much kind of like a waffle. And, uh, you know, it's like this crispy, I don't know, I don't even know how to explain it. It's like waffle batter, but it's, uh, it's not as thick, but it's crispy and it's like, it's, uh, it's woven all together. On top of it, they put, um, they put uh, strawberry toppings with real strawberries in it. And then they put some, my boy, like you can have your choice of having uh, whipped cream or ice cream. So we go, hey man, it's your birthday. What do you want? Ice cream. All right, throw some ice cream on there. Vanilla ice cream. Dude, it's so fucking good. Oh, it's so fucking good. Now look, I know I try to, I talk about trying to eat healthy, okay? I've been doing bad about that recently. But you know what? I've been enjoying this season and all of its offerings. <laughs> all the sweets, you know, all the horrible food. I've been fucking, you know, on January, I'll get back into the healthy thing. I know I will. But man, I've been gaining some weight eating all this delicious, horrible food for you. So, I fancy free tickets and knots and passing it off as an awesome birthday gift. <laughs> the log ride, the western theme of Knott's Berry Farm, and above all, the funnel cake. Uh, uh, all of that. I fancy that. All right, and now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right. It's time for the legendary fuck you moment. And here we go. Fuck you! Oh, yeah. All right. The fuck you moment. This week... You know, by the way, if you don't know what the fuck you moment is, let's say you're new to the show, 
You're new to the awesomeness that is danger. <laughs> the fuck you moment is much like I fancy that. Uh, this time I'm not saying I'm not talking about something that makes me happy or that I love. I'm talking about something that really grinds my gears. Something that makes me angry and furious and pissed off, which is mostly everything in life. But uh, I like to showcase that at the end here and leave you all on a negative note. <laughs> so this week's fuck you moment goes to two things. Uh, last week, I think I mentioned the Instagram girls that really fucking make me angry, the way they pose and annoy me. This one goes to a special girl in particular. Instagram, that's right, UFC ring girl and Instagram hottie, super hot chick, Ariane Celeste. Now, I know she's hot. Sometimes she looks a little bit weird, but she's fucking hot. Okay, I'm not going to take that away from her. That's true. But she had the audacity. To take advantage, to take advantage of our veterans. That's right, veterans they just passed recently. This chick had the audacity to post on Instagrams on Veterans Day. Oh, she's wearing a American flag, some slutty bullshit with the American flag on it. Oh, in honor of Veterans Day, 20% off of all my merchandise. Oh, go fuck yourself. Wow, way to use... The holiday to honor our fallen men and women in combat and our current people serving the military. Way to fucking shit all over them by uh, trying to make money off of it. Go fuck yourself. All right. What a, what a horrible, shameless, shitty bitch. <laughs> oh, man. I couldn't believe that. And just, just someone else trying to take advantage of, uh, just, you know, everyone's just trying to cash in. There's no shame anymore. How dare you? I don't care if you're hot. You don't, you don't get away with that. Just for that, I'm not going to look at your hot photos for like one day. <laughs> That'll teach you. All right, the other thing. Oh, man, this is even bigger. This is a big one. This really pisses me off. And I've seen it quite a few times, which really surprises me. Now, for my job, I'm out driving around in the streets, and uh, I'm able to see this kind of scenario more than I'd like to. None other than parents, mostly women, walking their kids home from school. Little kids, just like my five-year-old boy, little tiny kid, or smaller, walking them home from school. They've got the little backpack on, and the mother is walking alongside them or in front of them, the kid's trailing behind, you know, being kid, being goofy and shit. But the mom has headphones on. I don't fucking believe this. Wearing headphones or looking at their phone with headphones on, obviously not fucking giving any attention to their kid or, or giving a fuck about them whatsoever. It's like, dude, really? Now, yes, I'm going to judge you based on that one thing alone. I don't care if you're an awesome parent. <laughs> In my head, you're a piece of shit. You're, you're walking your kid home. That should be one of like the only times that you should... Not the, one of the only times, but I mean, of, of all times that you could give attention to your kid, it's the walk home, if you're going to walk them home. Talk about their day. Talk about issues they might have. Talk about you know questions they have throughout the day. Anything. You don't just totally fucking shut out your kid while you're walking to listen to something else. Now, look, these people, I can tell by the way they look, they're not making important business calls. <laughs> All right. They're not, they're not making important business decisions on their apps, tra trading stocks. They're not doing that. It looks to me like they're fucking off listening to music or whatever it may be. Or, hey, maybe it's a danger hour. In that case, I'll let it slide. Nah. And no, you shouldn't do that anyway. I just get so sad. Like, look at the kid, dude. The kid would really benefit from some cool uh, mother-daughter, mother-son, whatever it is, quality time. But no. This woman is, is totally throwing that away because she's being selfish. It's just a fucking... Ah! It really makes me sad. Because if she's not giving the kid the time then, you know, you know when they get home, she's completely ignoring them further, Right? <laughs> it's fucking sad, dude. We're just getting into this. Not we. I'm not going to put myself in the category. 
but I'm going to generalize. Like, we as a society are getting more and more fucking selfish and self-absorbed. Look, we're even ignoring our kids on a walk home from school. Come on. That's the least you can do. Put the fucking phone down for at least that time, walking your kid home. Give them that attention. Jesus Christ. At least when you get home, you can make them do their homework, and then you can go on your fucking phone. All right? They're going to be occupied, and you could be occupied too. Fine. But come on, dude. That's a goddamn another shame. Stupid Ariane Celeste and stupid, horrible moms. <laughs> and the fucked up thing is I've seen it multiple times. I'm like, wow, I really can't believe it. Again? A few fucking times. I'll say, I'll say between three and five times over the last month. That's enough. God damn it, isn't it enough? So, yeah. Ariane. I don't care how hot you are. How dare you try to make a buck off our wounded and dead soldiers. Okay? And then you, moms. How dare you not pay attention to your kids? You are fueling the next horrible generation by not paying attention. As simple as that sounds, just pay attention for a little bit and you'll see a dramatic difference. And that's this reporter's philosophy. And at the end of that, I say, I fuck you. Fuck you. All right, that's going to do it for me. I know this show was kind of weak, but uh, what do you want from me? They can all be winners, all right? I, uh, I made the decision to do a show today, and then when I was in the middle of it, I wasn't feeling it. So uh, you're not getting my all. But hey, like that horrible fucking mother, or three or five, despite not really wanting to be here, I still give you the attention that you deserve, okay? I'm trying to be a good podcast host. <laughs> nah. All right. Hey, thanks for joining me. Uh, I really appreciate each and every one of you and uh, some other touching, heartfelt shit. So until next time, I leave you with the same fantastic advice I leave you with every other week or whenever I do this fucking show. And that is staying dangerous, my friends. Later. Later.